The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. i got to tell everyone, we've got, I think, 1,020 uh, shows. We are downloading at a rate of over mid-sixes now. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to our 8 and 1,000, where people really start taking a look at things. Um, this place is exploding. And, you know, everyone knows... Um, Currency-wise, it's been very, very tough here, um, and I'm doing everything I can to bring it in because I want to get all the stuff with the websites, all the stuff we've got planned out for next year to make it happen like right now. It's not going to, but it is. And um, before I bring our pal Stevie Shanks and we were talking about this stuff, um, I've rode this place on my back, literally, all right? But with people like Stevie and Charlie and all these different people that are new friends, you know, we had Adrian Wilson on last week. She's phenomenal. Brandy Holloman, Clint Darden, all these different people, John Bruni. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm slighting them either, okay? These are just names that are rolling off my head right now. Um, You know, you can't do it without them. This is, this is what this big locomotive is. Um, this is why we're going to be the biggest, monstrous show, and I mean national radio show, that you're going to be shaking your head at and say, holy God, the guy pulled it off. Well, I can't pull it off without listenership and all of our family here. But I will tell you this. I've never been a guy that backed down from anything. And we're going to get into some of this tonight, believe me. And um, I know how Stevie is. Um, you're going to hear two very fired up people. I got, as I'm so glad he's on, number one, and some of the things we talked about offline. But I love doing this. I, I, I just love it. I mean, I, I, it's, it's just the most amazing thing or one of them I've ever done in my life. I've taken an idea, a couple ideas, FBC and M&M, and look what's happened in five years. Who would ever think I'd have over a 1,000 shows? Most podcasts buckle in 30 days. 30 days, all right? We are the exception. We are not the norm. And we'll get into this more down the road. Um, Stand up. Take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And I was made for success. Why? That's the way you talk to yourself. Something I've been saying all day to me today is this. Uh, I can have, be, and do whatever I want. I, I, I repeated that I can't tell you how many times today. I can sit here when Stevie and I talk, and that's echoing through my head all the time. That's how you think. That's how you succeed. I'm sure Stevie could tell you the same thing, man. You're not getting to these monumental things that we're all doing without having that head of steel, as I call it, 
Very interesting stuff. Go out to uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions Inc. That's a product you shouldn't be without. And I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a lot of new things coming. Um, there's going to be more modules to that. Uh, as everyone knows, John McKean and I are working on some very, very interesting power rack training, holds, pushes, you name it. And I don't see why we won't have most of that out next year. That's going to rock people, especially um, with the currency and the right people to build equipment. I've designed a power rack I've never seen on the market before. And wait to see this because it's all things I've done with it. There's certain things that I know you got to have, and it will make you one of the most vicious lifters you've ever seen in your life. Also, too, lots of stonework here. My niece and nephew are very young. Danny and Maggie are working with me on a project. Very interesting because everyone knows uh, kids need a lot of help nowadays, not only physically but in every way, and we are going full bore with that in 2019, and that's very, very important to me. Um, also, too, another big thing, um, investment. In FBC and M&M, that's out on our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. $25.50, $100. When you break that down over a year and the amount of shows you're getting in the information, that's nothing. Because I'm telling you right now, I know. Everyone's charging for shows, a subscription. I won't do that, at least not yet, because I love people to go out and invest money and buy the products. Um, I stand behind everything. Everything I do, I do here. I I don't have a ghostwriter. I don't have somebody else performing for me. I'm a guy that does it, and I do it, and I know what I'm talking about. That's the way it is. I might not be the best one out there, but I'll tell you what, I'll give you everything, and usually even the best ones fall down too. Um, The idea with all this, with physical culture, is stay straight, keep going. No matter what. How many of these guys, I got to ask, are going to be around in 10 years? Stevie and I will. I know that. That's the idea. Longevity. As I said, at 100 years old, I want to squat 250 and drop dead right there. Bang. I'll go and meet whomever. But that's the way it is. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Stevie and I have done. And if you haven't listened to the show or maybe you're going through them like our pal Chad Clark who uh, contacted me last night, how much he loves Eminem. And I thank Chad and anybody else. Chad, you're a great man. I've never met you and I hope to. Um and we're going to have him on next year, too. These are the type of people that we want in our family. The, and I don't know if people realize this. These are unselfish people that want more. And we have a platform here that will do anything we want on, believe me. So keep listening. And thanks, Chad. It was great talking to you last night. Also, too. Sign up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. That goes right to my MailChimp account. You know it will go to your email account whenever I put anything out. Also, too, another investment. Invest in advertising here on MotivationMuscle.com. I promise you, 30 years, you and I will make a lot of money for one another. And with money, not only do you have freedom, but here's the greatest thing. You can go out and help people. 
And that's the thing. When you're strapped, you can't do much. And that's where I think a lot of frustration builds in for a lot of good people. And I'm sure a lot of people have quit their dreams because of it. Stay the course. You can do it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you from a guy standing here, sitting here right now. Don't give up. Never. Never relent. If you got to reshuffle things, go out and do other things to bring the money in, do it. But never lose your, your, your main purpose. And one thing, if you're out doing what I'm doing, never get comfortable with the money. Because if you do that, you lose your dream. So always stay hungry. And um, go out to our YouTube channel. Fiorello Barbell Company, real men, real strength, real power. On that note, I'm going to give you some uh, information on Stevie. Number one, Stevie's a stone lifter, musician, and the son of legendary stone lifter Jack Shanks. And that's what I was going to mention. For any of you who's a fan of Stevie, his father, I I got the surprise of my life. It was probably a few months ago. And I had Stevie on, and suddenly it was like the the myth behind the mic that I never expected. And I was so lucky I got to talk to not only Stevie, but his father, Jack. Um, if you haven't heard that show, go out and listen to it. It was absolutely a blast. And, and you talk about two great guests. Stevie, with no further ado, brother, welcome back. It's always an honor, and uh, I hope you haven't drank too much wine before we get started. <laughs> Happy Friday to you. I was very good. I haven't drank any wine. So I haven't. I've been holding off, but I just opened a bottle now. We started. It's That's all right. Party, so I'm going to have a wee sip while we're talking. <laughs> I'm glad. Hey, what the hell? Celebrate life. Um, anything I missed? How can people get a hold of you? Um, any websites? Lay it all out there, brother. Um, very easy to find. I mean, I've got obviously I've got my Facebook page, just Stevie Shanks. But I mean, anything to do with, with the Denny Stones, I have created a website called uh, it's just thedennystones.com, dead easy. So everything you need to know about the Denny's is on there. There's weights. There's how to set up a lift. There's how to get equipment. I mean, it's all there, man. And there's there's history of the stones and who always lifted them. We're up to 95 uh, unassisted lifters now, wow. which is incredible, you know, because I, I was number 49. Dad was wow. number one. You know, so in the last three years, we've doubled it. You've really done good. a hell of a job, man. Yeah, it's all good, man. It's, it's, going, it's going in such a good direction. And, you know, I'm heading over in, in January uh, on the 19th. Uh, there was there, there's just there's, there's just such a big day. I couldn't miss it. <laughs> we have we have Adam Goldbraith from Scotland coming up. Lewis McCluckey's coming up. Uh, Alan Hale, the guy from Killer Strength Scotland. Yep, yep. Uh, he's coming along. I think he's going to have a go at the Stones that day too. You know, and then we have Emma Jane Smith. So we have we have the, the, the third lady attempt uh, coming up, you know, so I hope she's hoping to add her name to Lee Holland Kane and John Todd. So yep. it's just such a big day. I had to go over. <laughs> well, you know what it is, too. Uh, you and I talked about this on the air and off. Yeah. There, There's a big trend that's – there's a big change in the air with a lot of things. And, you know, we love the stones, and we talk about the power of the sandbag and the power rack and everything. And I, I believe next year – it's it's going to be very interesting with all the stuff that's going on and the direction things are taking to build true strength and go and do these feats of strength. And um, I'm very excited. There's a lot of things, you know, you and I both know. I spoke to about some of the things I'm working on here. Um, I believe all this stuff connected up 
Um, I, I think this could put people on a path of strength like they never felt. And not only that, and we're going to get into some other things, but, you know, that's why I call physical culture. I mean, it, it is mind, body, and spirit. And if you have these ingredients and you work on them and work on them and it, that repetition we talk about, my God, man, you can be the most successful person in the gym and out of the gym that you could ever imagine. And, you know, that's why I give kudos to Stevie and organizing the gathering. And obviously, I know he has a body of people that work with him, but you have to have people that have the vision that have done it. And I think that's the word done it and doing it. Okay. Look, there's a lot of knowledgeable people out, but my respect for most people is what are you talking about and what have you done with it? Now, look, I've said this on Eminem from the beginning. I don't care if you lift a hundred pound stone or a 400 pound stone. See, there's a lot of people that will leave you out in the cold. I won't because you know why? You still have a valid idea or you have an opinion. And, you know, you'd be very surprised. You know, when, especially when I was growing up, there'd be lifters all over where they're bodybuilders or power lifters. Some of these guys, I mean, they could have really went places, I believe, if they wanted to. But you know what their whole thing was? They just wanted to be strong. So, see, that's why I love that phrase, I don't care if you lift 100 pounds or 400 pounds. Because I got news for you. There's a lot of people walking around very strong that might not be at a national level. But let me tell you, man. They're nobody to fool around with, and they've got great ideas. I've met them. A lot of them are fabulous trainers, and they just have that personality, man, that you gravitate to. Stevie, um, this is great. Stevie's got a, a big update for us. I'm not going to say what it is, but I know it is. I want Stevie to come in, tell him about this big honor, and we'll get into that. And then we're going to get into something that I thought about him last night. I was reading through some things, listening to some things, and the, really the other question of, of today is, what do you got? And it's almost, I, I got war inside. And when we hit that, it's going to be very interesting. But, Stevie, let's talk about this big honor. It is a big deal. And let's tell the M&M family what's going on, sir. Okay, well, uh as, as, as most people know, I, I lift in the in the International All-Round Weightlifting Association, the IAWA. The, the USA version is the USAWA, so it, it's a worldwide organization. We, we do all of the, the, the sort of, one of a better word, the odd lifts, you know, the one-arm deadlifts, hack lifts, you know, Jefferson's, all that sort of stuff, you know. And the, 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 I think there's a suite of uh, roughly 150 different lifts on the books. And I think of those, there's about 30 that we can use in the international competition. So uh, I've been talking to my friend Steve Gardner. And I, Steve Gardner came up with some James has lifted the Denny Stones. Mm-hmm. Steve's been very heavily involved in the IAWA for many years, and he was my head referee at the gathering uh, this year. And him and I were, were talking about new lifts and one thing or another, and we were we have been we have, I've been down to talk about this for a long time, but obviously yep. yeah, the, the process to go through before you're allowed to to, to to even sort of talk to anybody outside the the the, the, the two of us about it. So we have a new lift coming into the IAWA. I want to expect to say it's coming into the and worldwide, and it's going to be called the Shanks lift. Yep. 
which for me is just it's just such an amazing I'm just so blown away to even be saying these words you know with my short sort of time in weightlifting now the shanks lift has nothing to do with me you know I, I'm a blowing I'm just kind of following in from what my dad did but it, it's it's going to be it, it's kind of named after my dad and with, with the whole sort of uh, increased awareness uh, in, in the Denny Stones and the amount of people who are, who are training for the Denny Stones yep. whenever anybody's training for the Stones you just don't turn up on the day do a few Jefferson lifts and go and lift the Denny Stones <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you have guys like Alan Gale out there, Killer Strength Scotland who's, who's making these rings and pins now but the very first set of rings and pins that were made to the identical dimensions and heights etc of the Denny Stones were my dad's back in yeah. 1971 Yep. And he obviously trained that way and he was successful. And I think uh, maybe Jim Splane had a set of rings uh, that, that he had that, that he used were, were just sort of regular round rings. But I think in, in terms of rings that were made specifically for the Denny training and to exactly the same dimensions, my dad's were the first. And on that basis, you know, he was the one that could have invented that method of training. And it's a, it was obviously very successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, all over the world, I mean, every day I'm getting contact with people and Brett Nichols getting contact with people all the time to do this lift. So we, we've now made it official. It's no. going to be called the Shanks Lift. Yep. It's going to be done on rings and pins like like for strengths and my dad's. Yep. Uh, it's going to be 100% uh, on, on the front. Obviously, whatever's on the front will be your 100%. Yep. Whatever's in the back's going to be 75% of that. You know, you, we, we're not insisting that the rings are going to be exactly the same as the any rings, but... You're going to have a maximum height of 18 on the back, yep. and you're going to have a maximum height of 20 and a half inches on the front. You know, if, if it gets any higher, it gets easier. You know, you can make it as low as you want, you <laughs> make it as yeah. hard as you want yourself, but it can't go higher. That's so we, we we spent quite a long time, you know, uh, making up what constitutes a good lift, what constitutes a failure. You know, because obviously with any lift, you have to have the rules established for that before you can actually make it a lift, like the deadlift. Yeah. You know, there, there's a set of rules for that. So. We've adopted a lot of the principles of, you know, ordinary weightlifting, you know, like, you know, that, that you're not allowed to wear any kind of straps, all that sort of stuff. So it has gone around all the different councils around the world. And they, they have all agreed in principle that this is a good idea and they're happy that we move ahead on that basis. But it, it can't be made official until all, all of the councils get together at the World Championships every year. Yep. So the AAWA World Championships are in October and in 2019 they're going to be in uh, Kansas. Yep. So I'm going to head over to it because I think what's going to happen is whenever the World Council gets together, they can ratify the lift. And obviously, if they're going to do that, I think it'd be very rude of me not to be there to represent the family. So I'm going to go over. I'm going to compete as well, obviously. That's so, yeah. awesome. But from October 2019, it becomes official. So all of a sudden, anybody who's who's been training for the Denny's and has you know either succeeded in the Denny's or otherwise, yeah, but wants, to, wants to make it comp- uh, competitive because obviously the, the Denny's is a personal challenge. But this actually facilitates competition. Yep. So then you can set British records, USA records, world records. It's all going to be available and it can feature in different competitions. You know, I have just, you know, 100 years from now, you know, people are going to say, who's that Shanks lift named after? <laughs> Love it. Love it. Blown away, honestly. I, I mean, it makes me very emotional sometimes even thinking about it. But to get to this stage... Yeah. And to be able to make this announcement for me is just amazing, Eric. I'm just delighted. You know, my, my old dad's delighted too. You know, he's, he's you very good. When he, yep. he doesn't say a lot, but I mean, I, I can tell he was he was chuffed to bits when I told him. <laughs> hey, look, you know something I said before we came on? You and your dad, I mean, let's face it, your dad, in, in my opinion, 
was way ahead of the curve. I mean, I think he was so far ahead of his time. Maybe he didn't know it. I'm sure he does now when you're seeing honors like this bestowed upon your family. But the interesting thing is, too, which I find with you, Stevie, is this. You started out much later than life than most people do lifting these heavy things. And, I mean, you're a natural for it. We know that. But that, to me, is like the crown jewel with everything because, you know, who's who's embarking on things like that at, say, 50 years old? Nobody. It may, maybe, maybe 1% of the population would even think about that. And that, to me, is what's so special about what you do and what you represent because, to me – whether it was thought out, it just suddenly came to you and said, I've got to do something to to, to keep the legacy of not only the Denny's and, and everything else and, and the legacy of my father. But look, I mean, you're involved in so many things. I mean, look what's happened to the gathering in 18 this year. You know, we know the Inverse Stone was added and our good friend Charlie Oliphant with the Yard Blair Stones, Okay. And what I think is so special about what's going on in all this is this. You guys are reaching all different ages of people. And whether they stick with it or not, and I'm not talking about they have to go and lift Denny's. I'm not even saying that. But if they want to, that's all that much better. What you guys are doing and what I am doing with the show and anything I can put out and anybody involved there is this. I really believe in my heart that we are blazing a trail that is just going to light everything up because eventually, let's face it, something gets popular, everybody's going to want to do it. Can we take anything we want with a stone and sandbag and bring it down to the minimal? Absolutely. There aren't many things out there you can do that. Can we get people involved? I totally believe we can, and I'll tell you why. Because I've been around this stuff long enough to know this. Everything that I've seen or liked, there's just fragments of strength. No one, in my opinion, has tied it together like the way motivation has begun to tie all these different people together. If you go out and look at my page as Etched in Stone or Motivation or FBC, if you went out, because I can see who's coming in, I was telling Stevie, we're getting to the point where we're averaging 15 new people a week coming in. Now, 15 people tell 15 more, tell 30 more, this is what I'm talking about. We are taking our love of this great, great thing I call physical culture, and it embarks on everything. Stone, sand, power rack, Olympic, trap bars. I'm not going to sit there and separate all that. That's what I think has confused people so much. We bring it under that umbrella, and we teach it like a class and reteach it and teach them the ability to think, lift, whether you hit a pothole or you get sucker punched, and keep coming back and learn how to build from the inside out where you're so strong and powerful, nothing's ever going to take you down, man. Doesn't that feel good, everybody, when you hear me say that? Or would you rather hear me say, well, it's all right if you don't do it. You know, you fail. Who cares, right? Well, I care. And I want to see everyone do well. Go ahead, Stevie. Comment on anything, brother. 
Well, I suppose you just following on from what we're saying about the, about the gathering. I mean, it's it's coming to that time again. We're going to, have to start thinking about next year. So obviously, I mean, what, what I'm going to tie in uh, with my visit in, in January is I'm going to meet up with Malcolm Nickel, the owner of the estate. I have some. I mean, for me, you know, once I've done something, I've played a venue with a band or I've done something, you know, I always yep. kind of want to, I want to take it up a notch if I can. You know, my it's not always possible, but where possible, I always like it. So I've got ideas in my head, you know, for the gathering next year of where I'd like to take it. And I've, obviously, you speak to people about it just to float the ideas and see how, how people sort of, what their initial reaction to it. And so far, so good. But, you know, I, I don't want to jump the gun because obviously that there's more than me is involved in this thing. So I need to talk to all the, the guys, you know, who are the organising body. And we'll sit down and we'll kick some ideas around. But I would like to maybe in a, in a month or two's time to come back on and hopefully have a nice announcement about next year's gathering and about what's different, what's new, you know, with the exciting sort of things that, that we could do with it, you know. Because, I mean, yeah. yes, it is about the Denny Stones and it always will be, but it's it's Donald Denny Day now as well. So there's there's other considerations there other than just the Denny Stones. But no, I'll never say just the Denny Stones because they're massive in my life, you know, but... You know, I think there's things we can do, but that, that that all needs to be talked out and agreed and stuff. But I, I think it's exciting. Yeah. With the possibilities of where we could maybe go with this, you know. Yeah. No. Hey, look. You've been around long enough, around enough strong people. You know what you know what works, what might not work. But you know what? It's like anything. You're never gonna know until you put it right there in front of everybody. Now, are they gonna go to it or not? I would say most likely, but you know. Look, strength is in all different forms. Um, I I think it'd be, you know what I'd love to see you have? I'd love to see you have, whether it was a replica or the real thing. I mean, it costs an awful lot of money to insure to move it. I'd love to see you get the Husafel stone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that would be insane, or I'd love to see you do something over in Iceland, too. I mean, look. The bottom line is here, you can go anywhere you want, Steve. You've got name recognition. You've got the ability to lead because you've been doing it for a long time. Plus, once again, Stevie does what he talks about. I can't emphasize that enough. I can't. That's what Martin was saying to me on our show. He says, you're one of the few people that will have a show that can talk about and does the stuff. I said, if only half of them knew what I was really doing, too. I don't even say anymore. Um I think that's see Stevie that that all lends to character, and character is really what's gonna really make the mark out there, because when you have a reputation of high caliber, high character human being, um, you can get your point across much easier than somebody that might be very questionable, and and that and I'll leave it at that, but. I, I give you kudos, man. I mean, this year was huge with Enzo, with Lee. I yeah. mean, boy, oh, boy, that tell that that tells me future. I know a couple other people. I'm not going to say. I know a female. Um, that is going. You probably know who it is. Uh, she told me she wants to be the first one to lift the Denny's without straps, and yeah. um, she's been on the show too. Um. Very interesting person. Um, I want to say uh, I believe she is from Finland too. I'll give you that much. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you. Know, yeah. So go. Who did actually run into her just outside Belfast? Would you believe? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, there was down a strongman competition and she was there. You know, the, oh. the whole thing, that's one of the things about, I mean, the ladies are currently coming over and they're, they're lifting my straps. And I think, I mean, I, I think I said, that's one of my better ideas. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there have been no ladies come forward since Jan in 1979, you know. Right, right. And I, I spoke to the committee, I was like, guys, we, we need to open up straps for ladies, not because they're weaker or any different than us. It's just there's nobody coming forward. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you have, you know, you have Lee has done what Lee has done. Yep, yep. You know, you have Emma Jane Smith. Yep. She was at Charlie's house yep. there a couple of days ago and she pulled the full weight. Yeah. And she wasn't even there to do that. She was there to lift the Arbler Nichols, you know, yep. which are, you know, they're, they're a good 50 kilos, a good 100 pounds lighter. Yeah. Than, the, than the Denny Stones and, and she went and pulled the full weight you know so you have all that I mean you have ladies like Anika Elman Donna Moore you know there's, there's so many out there training you know are wanting to start the train for the Stones and all of a sudden then the straps are going to you know be a thing of the past and we're, we're going to be all of a sudden it's just it's just lifters it's not male lifters female lifters it's just stone lifters you know and that's where I want to end up with this so I'm really glad that we did that because it's been such a positive thing yeah. and it's yeah. interesting and allowed, you know, the, the thing to flourish. And I, I'm really, really pleased with that, honestly. No, I, I think it's a great idea. Um, but like everything, like you said, it will evolve eventually to where you'll see him barehanded ripping them off the ground. Will, it's yeah. it's got to. That's the way things work. That's how things evolve. And it's real interesting, Stevie. The, the prospects of so many things um, – I just love seeing what's going on. I mean, this is where it needs to all come back to. It needs to come back to its start just about and get people intertwined and involved again and get them off the phone and, 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 the, and the keyboards and this and that. Now, if you want to use it, good for you. But I think once you start tasting this stuff, you can't get enough of it. Um, we've talked about this recently and so many times. It's like... I don't know what I ever would have done if I didn't get into this. I mean, I played every sport you can imagine. I liked it, but nothing, and I'll repeat, nothing is like doing this stuff. There is nothing out there. And if you got the guts to step up and hit it, I'm telling you one thing, it'll be hard to let go. I mean, the things that evolve and revolve in your mind, it is, I'm telling you, it's thinking, thinking, thinking. I love it. On that note, and I love this, I'm going to ask you this question because we know how important it is, and we talked a little bit about this, what do you got? And I'll just phrase this quickly. You know, I've got a million topics, believe me, but I knew Stevie was going to be on tonight. And I've known it for a few weeks. And I thought, I was like, I was thinking about myself. And I've been really, really looking at myself in a lot of ways. And I was thinking to myself, what do you got, man? What do you got? And I don't mean left either. What do you got? What can you do still? What can you do better? Where do you want to go? And we talk about that war inside. And there is at times that war inside. I'm not afraid to say to you, I, I, I crash and burn a lot of times out there. I have times where it's like I'd like to throw the damn towel in, literally. I have times of joy like you wouldn't believe when I've taken something and throttled it right into the ground. I have times, man, where I'm like, am I going to make it through this? 
I have times when I'm out there, and I've said this before, where literally I've screamed for Anthony Dottillo, Steve Jack, Paul Anderson, and others to give me strength, where I felt I was going to buckle. Not many people sit there and even admit that. But you know what? That's the reason why I can come up with something that would basically shatter your spine in half. That's the reason why I would eat dirt if it meant I'd get stronger. There are reasons I go out there, will have snow up to your knees, bars freezing to my throat, putting shit on, stones on a bare chest at zero, and not figuring anything would happen, but you don't realize you sweat at zero, and you got to tear a stone off your chest, all right? Do I tell people to do that? Hell no. But you know what? When you got to find out what you got, what do you got in you? And I don't want to hear the old cliches. Well, you know, life's a mission. Life's a journey. Yeah, good for you. But it's more than that. It's measuring up. You know, like Rocky says in Rocky Balboa, you know, it's like it's not a question of how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. As he says, that is how winning is done. And the best place to learn what do you got is right wherever you train. And if you can train alone safely, that will take you further than ever. Why? Because there isn't going to be anybody out there screaming your damn name. You're going to be standing in the cold, the rain, the snow, Freezing your ass off even when you got uh, a heater in there, okay? Sticking to a bar still. And you know what? I love it. I love it. I don't always love it because you're having the worst day ever in there. But let me reinforce this. Those days that are piss poor and you're questioning yourself and you're questioning your manhood are the days that are going to get you to the gathering are the days that are going to get you to Iceland are the days you're going to come and meet Stevie and his father hopefully and his whole family his wife Heather and his mom that's what it's all about that is what it's all about stop being a spectator get involved it's all yours brother okay I mean that's that's a really interesting sort of subject that you have because I mean I think I mean, I, I can look at that as a musician, and I can look at that and for sure experiences as, as, as a lifter as well. I mean, obviously, when you're a musician, I mean, musicians are, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're very fragile creatures, you know. Yeah. Except for drummers, of course. You know, we, we're tough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You have to be. You're yeah. the back end. The, the thing about being a musician is, you know, particularly when you're starting out and you aren't as good as you can be, you know, yet. But I mean, it's you know, you're, you're, every show you're thinking, was I any, am I any good? Did the audience like that? I mean, there's a lot of self doubt, you know. And it was a couple of wee tricks that I, I was taught by a, a guys a lot more experienced than me. And one of them was if if somebody gives you a compliment, and I'm speaking of about musician stuff, here, look, I'll come to the left in a minute. But if somebody gives you a compliment as a musician, when you're an inexperienced musician and you're young, you tend to say, oh, no, it wasn't that good, or I messed up that second song, or I missed a beat, or you know, that t- tends to be a natural reaction, but what I was told was, and it was a very, very interesting thing, and it stuck with me for damn near 30 years, is if somebody gives you a compliment, just say thank you. There you go, man. Yes, yeah, sir. What, yep. what that does, it allows the person 
it allows you to receive the compliment, but it also allows the person to give the compliment and not have it thrown back at them to say, no, no, you shouldn't have said that. I'm not any good. You know, so both parties kind of get something out of it. And you're not you're not being a big head. You're not saying, oh, aren't they great? You know, yes, I've, I've, I've never played as well or we've never been as good. You're not saying that. You're just saying thank you. And, you know, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And it's it's such a simple thing. It's a humble thing to say. But, my God, it's effective. <laughs> oh, I, totally. I'll tell you what, and I'll go right to you. I won't cut you off. But, you know, you've dated plenty before you got married, obviously. Same way with me, still am. And it's amazing, you know, you'll go out with a beautiful woman and you'll say to her, you look great tonight. She says, ah, you know, it's just the shoes. It's like, no, it's not. I mean, your face, your face, everything, you're just like radiant. And see, that's the thing. Yeah. People are shamed. They, 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 they don't have the confidence and they've been told so many other things that when you say something nice, instead of saying thank you, it's always like, well, you know, it's the shoes or, you know, I'm in a nice light. Well, no, it's not. But the thing is, that's how a lot of things work. But go ahead, Stevie. Continue, yeah. brother. But when it, I mean, if you, if you turn that in on the other side as a, as a lifter, you know, that I mean, it's particularly when you train on your own, it is extremely difficult on, on, on certain occasions to do that. You know, there are certain nights you go out and you feel you could lift the house. And those are great. I mean, those are easy sessions, you know, and you can't wait to get out and you, you maybe set a personal best or, you know, you just you just have a really good session. You come in and you're buzzing. But there's nights, you could say, it's maybe snowing outside. You know, there's a good movie on or Heather's having a wee glass of wine. And it's like, <laughs> yep. I'd rather just sit on the couch. But I, I have pictures out in the garage, you know, and it, it started off just with a single picture of my dad, the one you talk about with dad in the suit. Yep. Or the shirt and tie, you know, the, yep. the Denny Stones. It was just, it was just a photocopy of it, you know, and I stuck it on the wall with a drawing pin, you know, because I was just, I was, I was finding it really tough, and I had reached out to my, the first time I was training for them, and I had hit in around the sort of six sixty, three hundred kilo mark, you yep. know, and I, I kind of thought it was stuck there forever, and I, I stuck that up on the wall, and then the nights I was going out was tough. I just used to look at it. And I'm thinking, that's that's where I want to be, and that's where I can be, and I want to make my dad like it reminds you of why you're doing the thing in the first place. Yep. And now my my Gary's now Planet Granite too. I have it covered and stuff like that. You know, I have pictures of Phil Casimir there. I have sure. Of Magnus for Magnuson. I've all my all the world records up there. Pictures of dad. Anything at all that I when I look at it, I get a good feeling. You know, and then when I go out and there's nights where you say, "What have you got tonight?" You know, I don't really feel I've got much to give. And you look at those and you see what your potential is and what your family's potential is and, you know, what it is you're, you're, you're trying to do. I mean, why am I lifting in the first place? You know, obviously, I'm trying to keep my dad's story alive, but I'm now trying to create one of my own as well. You know, it's, I don't think that's yeah. the that's to do, you know. So those are the, the things that motivate me is having, you know, is having those motivational pictures surrounding yeah. myself. Obviously, setting goals. I mean, you can't, you can't just go out and lift weights for the sake of lifting weights. You have to be lifting for a reason. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I would go on the couch and crack a bottle of wine with Heather. Yeah, well, you know, it is. A lot of people don't know why they get into lifting. Maybe they see something and like, oh, I'm going to give – you know, I hate that word try because to me, that's we don't use that. We, uh, you know, we don't try, we succeed. You know, uh, look, I, I, I've got a million, a million things in my head right now about, you know, what do you got? You know, when you're standing there and you're just like everything is going south on you and you're like, what is going on tonight? You know, I can't even get the 45s set on the plate right uh, on the bar straight tonight. What what the hell is going on? 
one side's got a collar on. I look, I said, holy cow, where's my head? I don't know. And and I, I'm sitting, I'm standing there looking at this stuff, and there's a million things swirling through me. I can feel it. It's all over me. And it's like, what are we going to do? we got to settle this down, and we've got to get back under that bar or over that bar or over that stone, and we've got to concentrate. We've got to focus on what we got. And at the same time, my DNA feels like it's boiling over. I'm, I'm calling the Hulk. I'm like... I need, I mean, Stevie, if you heard some of the stuff coming out of my mouth out there, you'd be like, that guy's out of his mind, man. I mean, I'm literally yelling gamma radiation on me. Well, I can tell you a lot of times, I take stuff and destroy it after I do that. You know, I have these games I play, especially with the Hoosa Steel Stones, because I can run them at any weight I want. You know, I can run them right at what they're made at, and usually... They are made anywhere from 120 pounds empty right up to 180 pounder. I've got the original one. So there's one, and I think the other one's like 145, the in-between one. And I got in this game called 1-2-3. And it was a little dangerous at times because I've lost the stone and all that. What I would do is I'd set the Hoosa Steels on the ground, and I'd run. I'd hit, go one, two, three, and I'd pick that thing right up off the ground and take off like an airplane. Was I successful all the time? No. I'm lucky. I mean, I fell over it one day. I, I pulled it so fast. I, it, it, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, the point of the matter is I wanted to see, do you got it to do this? Without hurting yourself, without damaging yourself, can you manipulate your mind so much and your DNA, where I'm telling you at times it's felt like I had razor blades going off of me. Because the level of where I wanted to get and the expectations were so high. And I didn't have anybody saying, come on, Eric, let's go. That was me saying it. That was Steve Jack saying it, whispering it in my ear. That was Anthony DeTillo. Okay? Look. You have to do things that are going to be very unorthodox a lot of times to win. And I mean on the up-and-up level. I'm not talking dirty shit. And I'll tell you another thing. If I can't love what I do and be the best I can be, what am I going to be for the world? What am I going to be for Eminem? What am I going to be for a girlfriend? My family. i got to tell you right now, I do believe a lot of the unhappiness that's going on in the world today, which is very contagious, is this. Most people are not happy with what they do. Most people don't know what to do. And they take all these exterior things and hang on to them. Phones. Whatever. Okay? I mean, I can tell you this in America. I don't know if it goes on in Ireland and wherever you go, brother. I'm probably one of the few people in the world, no matter where I go, that don't have a phone attached to their hand. And I mean that literally. All right? I'm kind of, I I, I don't know what I am in some ways. I mean, you could say throwback, whatever. But technology connects Stevie and I, thank God. And it's very good in a lot of ways. But I think I use it more for what it was meant to be. I don't need all those um outside things i always say we build from the inside out i totally believe that if you want your success and 
I'm always thinking, okay, what's the next way I can take and do a push in the power rack with a loaded bar? What's the best way to get the trap bar out of the hole here? And maybe I want it to travel only five inches and we'll do a hold with it. How can I take my glued hand machine when I just uh, devised a way to do um, isometric holds with it? That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm thinking about. Business. How can I help others? How can we make this a national radio show next year? And I have Stevie on with his dad. Or Stevie on every other week. How do we do that? How do we get that one live show a month? Those are the things that really are going to tell you what do you got. Go ahead, brother. It's all yours. Yeah. So just on the just kind of I think a follow on from from uh, you know where you're going with your training, why you're training, and what you hope to achieve from it. I mean, I don't really enter competitions an awful lot. I do. I mean, of course, you have to have sort of. I mean, even for the social side of it, to, to meet your friends and other lifters. But in, in terms of sort of being better than other lifters, I've never really been one for wanting to be better because I, I can't really control what other lifters are doing. The only thing I control yep. is what, what I do. So I, I've always kind of said, you know, I mean, if, if I can be better than I was, then I'm moving forward, you know, and I'm getting stronger. You know, whatever lift I'm, I'm focusing on at, at a given time, I can't control. If I have a, if a guy here I'm competing against, Yes, I want to beat him, of course I will. I always want to be the, the top and the best at what I do. But I can't control his training or where he's going. All I can do is be better than I was and keep pushing forward in that, you know. So I always kind of said it's not better than being better than somebody else, it's being better than you, you were. But, of course, when it comes to competition, you want to be better than everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, hell yeah, yep. And, and another thing, too, I mean, I suppose, and, and I don't mean this in, in, in a big-headed way, it's, it's, just, it's just the way I think. Uh, competitions are great, and I do enjoy them, but I enjoy them you know, for, for what they are, because they're a great social event. You get to see all your friends you haven't seen for a while. But, you know, uh, with a competition, you're the best who's there on the day. But if, if, if you set a record, you're the best that's ever been. Yeah. There you are, you know, so that, 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 that's really appealing to me. <laughs> I know, think it's great, you, yeah. You can t- set a world record in something, you know, that your name's in the record books. And yes, somebody can take it off you, but... You know, you can always go back and take it again while you're still competitive. Just keep putting your name in the record books, and all of a sudden, you know, your, your name's all over them. You know, I, I went over about five weeks ago. I had an idea after just with just turning 55. Yep. I thought it would be nice to do six world records in six minutes. You know, because at the, the 55, obviously, with the IAWA, it works in five year blocks. So you've got your, you're up to the 20s, the juniors, 20 to 40s as, as your seniors. Then you get when you hit over 40, 40 to 45 is your masters, 45 to 50, 55, etc. So I just had a brand new sort of category in that, you know, with the 55 under 75 kilograms sort of weight class thing, you know. Yep. So obviously I haven't, there's no, no, none of the records on my name, but I looked through them and I thought I really like to, to set a few records. But I mean, because I'm the only qualified judge in, in, in Ireland, you know, you need three to watch your lift. So there's nobody here to kind of judge my lift. So if I ever go across the England, you know, I was over to talk to Steve Gardner, obviously, about the shanks lift. Sure. I thought, While I'm there, I just really want to make the most of that. So I thought it'd be nice to set six records in six minutes. You know, it's a bit of fun for a start, you know, because it gives you, like, a challenge. But it was more sort of quantity than quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I actually ended up coming away with 11. Yep. So I, did, I got, I got uh, 10 Masters World Records, obviously, in my weight category. But I got one senior record, which I'm very proud of, too, you know, so... You know, it's, it's, that really fires me up, you know, because it's why am I training, what, what am I training for, 
you know, why am I doing a deadlift? Why am I doing a Jefferson? You know, if you're training towards a world record or you're using those lifts to make you stronger so that you can go and lift the Denny's or lift the Inverstone, you know, that, that's all very important, you know, is, is, is why you're moving forward and how. Well, let me ask you this, because I know we're, we're getting near the end, but what what is it you think, Stevie, that uh, that would be different, the same, whatever? What drives you? I mean, you know, I know people say, well, it's this, that, and the other thing, and you'll hear the standard thing, but what do you feel internally, you know, when we talk about, you know, what do you got that 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 inner fight you have a lot of times with yourself. What do you think it is that you have that's so unique that drives Stevie Shanks? Well, I tell you something. I mean, inside my head, I'm a, I'm actually a really, really, really aggressive person internally. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I never I never portray that. I mean, I'm, not, I'm never aggressive externally, you know, to other people. But inside, I mean, the, I have a fire in me. And I've had it my whole life. I've had it for everything that I do. I mean, when I was a sportsman when I was young, you know, and, and music. I mean, I'm a very aggressive drummer, you know, and, I, and I, I chase records and I chase things that I want to do very aggressively. But there's a real fire inside me, you know, and it's a, re- it's a really aggressive one. I, I, I would hate to think if I could ever, if that ever got out. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you set the world on fire. I'm only small, but I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of fight in me, and there's a lot of aggression in me. Yeah. But I I, I do channel that, you know, in, in my lifting and in different things that I do, you know. But I mean, but, but what drives me is I have to have something that I feel is worth chasing, you know. Yeah. So obviously chasing the Denny's was great, you know. Yep. Chasing those world records is great. At the minute, you know, there's been a lot of talk about sort of hook grip and. You know, is it is it a legitimate grip or is 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 it as legitimate as as a natural grip? Right. You know, it's it's a grip. It's a, I mean, it's just your hand. Yeah. The day, you know, so whether you lift the Denny's with a hook grip or whether you lift it with an open hand like a natural grip, it doesn't matter to me. Right. But having said that, it was like a wee worm that got into my ear, and so then obviously with with watching Mark on the trap bar and what he was doing with that, I thought because I kind of neglected my, my my natural grip because I use hook grip in my deadlift. I use it in everything. You know, and I mean, I, I don't really I mean I have a, a quite a good hook grip, but I thought be, I just really want to sort of strengthen my hands again. So I've yeah. got grippers. Yep. I've got those captains of crush, and I, I squeeze those going to work. You know, in the car in the mornings and stuff. Yeah. And I thought I would like to push myself now on the trap bar. And I was I was hoping I had a wee go last night. I was hoping for maybe about six sixty three hundred kilos. Wow. And I got I got seven thirty four. No, I did, but it was, <laughs> I had to hang weights off my wee trap bar. It's only it's only made for. The whole six sixty, you know, right, so right, right. Had, had to tie like fifty six pound blocks onto it, and you know, hang weights on ropes off the yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. But it was lovely. It was nice actually, just using my natural grip again, you know. So, you know, because I was kind of wondering, you know, if it didn't hook grip, would it be able to? Would it be able to hold me own? And I, th- I think, you know, I think it can. You know, oh, and yeah. Because I kind of got that wee worm out of my ear, you know. Yep. Yep. Hey, I'll tell you. I love to hear the fire inside and the aggression because, I mean, hearing you and talking to you with the amount of times that you've never come across to me is that way. And I love that, that you can channel that aggression through into anything you do, and that's very important because, you know, you and I both know there's so many people with good intentions that want to do Husafel, want to do yeah. Denny's, you know. You know, my big dream after all this, I want to go live in Spain for at least a month and become a Basque lifter. 
And I know it's not going to happen in a month. That interests me big time, too. Um, That's one thing I'm going to do for sure, Stevie. But, see, I I think I show a little bit more of my aggression. Um, I I can be extremely almost hostile aggressive. I mean, um, but... The re- I think, I think I am naturally that way. Um, if I get pushed, I'll really be that way. But normally, um, I'm pretty easy to deal with, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, it all goes back to training alone. And I'll explain this to everyone. When you're out there alone, you know, and you're freezing to this and that. And hey, look, this is all me. No one's forcing me to do this. I like the test of wills. Who's going to win tonight? Am I going to get my face punched in or am I going to punch the the weights and everything in? That's how I gear myself a lot of times. I love them, but I know damn well they could care less if I lifted them or they broke me in half. And the thing is, I think that when you do, you know, you go out there, and you got to say, okay, what do you got tonight? You know, is everything going great or is everything just going over the cliff? And life is like that. You know, I mean, um, I've got to have um, a wisdom tooth removed Wednesday. Came out of nowhere. I mean, I have great teeth, all that. But with no dental insurance, which doesn't pay much, um, you know, it's all coming out of my pocket. Now, that's neither here nor there. But things happen. Life throws you curveballs. You know, you get sucker punched. Um, it started out as nothing. A day later, it was all swollen up behind the rear molar. I go to my dentist on Wednesday. He, before he looked at the x-ray, he said, ah, it looks like you got a cavity. The next thing he said, we got to get you on amoxicillin, they call it, because you got a very bad infection there and you don't mess around. So I said, so I take I can get it out after Christmas. He's like, no, you get it out next week or you'll end up in the ER. That's all you got to say to me, believe me. Now, could I got all upset and said, woe is me, life is unfair, blah, blah, blah. I could have. And I probably would have years ago when I was working and making a lot of money, you know. But it's all changed now. And you got to decide with all of this, are you going to be the victor? Or the victim. Okay? Life, just like Rocky says, life's not fair. A lot of times it's not. But every time you have an opportunity to improve, to be better, I'm, I want to get this across to everybody. What do I say? I get out of bed in the morning, my feet hit the floor, and I say, opportunity, I feel great. That automatically sets the gears in motion. These little things that mean nothing to most people, let me tell you, man, they can change your life forever. Start believing in how unique you are. Like Stevie said, a a, a nice thank you with a compliment. It means a lot. And it means even more to the person that says it to you. Remember, words have power. I don't think people realize that. They have power. They can make you or break you. All right? This all goes with what do you got? You know? Like I said, I feel like I have shards of glass cutting through my DNA sometimes. 
I feel like my DNA is boiling over. I feel question, question, question. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Well, here's what you do. You ask the right questions, and the right answers are going to come to you. And if you're going to take the negative view on everything and think the whole world's against you, you're never going to get anywhere. I could have taken that attitude, but I'm here talking to you still, and I'll be talking to you for another 25 to 30 years. And at that point will be the biggest thing you've ever heard on the, in, the, in the entire world. We'll be like that big green giant, the Hulk, that just takes and just moves everything out of the way. Because yeah. you have to go with that. Stevie, take it. I mean, I, I could keep going. I, I It's just like. Job, but you'll have no taste. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, look, you know what? Here, here's the thing. You know, Doc Ridge, who was my greatest chiropractor, we lost four years ago to cancer. You know, he used to say about people and about life, and he used to always say this to me, it's so interesting. And I remember the first time he said, first few times, I was like, what the hell is he even talking about? I know now what he was talking about. Don't shut yourself off from the world and don't shut yourself off from people. You can make the choice who you want to listen to, who you don't. Who you want to hang around with, who you don't. How much weight you want to lift or not. Like Stevie said, he could have stayed on the couch with his wife and watched a movie or had a glass of wine. But he knew he had that responsibility to get out there and work. You know what I mean? And it's not always going to go the way you want it. And you're going to, some people are going to quit. And that is the worst thing you can do. Because you keep doing that enough, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be a quitter and you're going to lose everything. You're not going to get anywhere. Isn't it important to take yourself and concentrate on the things you want and you don't want? Go ahead, Stevie. Uh, take the whole thing, brother. You're saying about that going out and training you instead of sitting on the couch, but when you do do the training, it makes that time on the couch with your wife that much more special. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it really does. I mean, genuinely, because there's nothing I enjoy more than spending time with Heather, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's, I suppose I mean, the, the, the best thing for me to kind of finish on is, 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 what, is what my goal is next. You know, I mean, it's, I have, you know, with all the stuff you know, that's behind me now, I mean, I, I would love to lift the Denny's again, but I've kind of promised myself and Heather that I won't continue to go back to that because I, I think at some point it's going to break me. But yeah. having said that, you know, with all the, the grip training I'm doing and stuff now, there's there's a lift in the USAWS called the Kennedy lift, which is a, which is basically a Jefferson lift from 18 inches. Okay. You, know, you raise the bar up another 10 inches and away you go. Uh, there's, there's a record in it of 770. Now, I know when I say this, as <laughs> I'm coming for it, there's guys like Chad Ullman who hold it and Al Myers are going to come chasing after it and, and push it up through the roof. But at the minute, it's 770, and I kind of think I would like to see myself come past that. Nice. Which, nice. You know, that's about 350 kilos, I think, and, and sort of new money. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's just nice to have goals like that. that I, think, I think I can do that. You know, I, I, really, I can see myself stamp with 770 in my hands, you know. I can and I can see the blisters breaking afterwards, but I mean, I, I think that's that's a worthwhile goal. So it is, you know, and it, it's it's not the same sort of lift as the Denny's with all the imbalance and you're out of position. It's a it's a much more sort of stable lift, you know. So it's nice having stuff, something like that the chase, you know. Yeah, I, I I think I think you're doing the right thing. We're gonna have to get you some pictures, right? We oh, gotta yeah. get some pictures up. But no, I agree with you. You know, you can only knock on the same door and do the same thing so many times. Um, yeah. And 
that's what I think it's all about. And what you're doing is obviously you're growing and going into other things. You have new stories to tell, more people to, to lay your influence on. Stevie, that's the way to do it, man. I mean, it's not taking anything away from the Denny Stones either. But you know what? Like all people, lifters especially, you need something new to keep hitting you over the head with that's going to say, you can't do it, you can't do it, and then you do it. So, yeah. yes, I, I agree with you. Uh, anything else you got, brother? Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's a couple of shows you have me. You're talking about Chad Clark there. I mean, yeah. Chad's one of my favorite strongmen I've ever met. <laughs> so he is. You know, because, I mean, he's strong, he's humble, he's good fun, he's, he's a real good guy, he's got a great beard. You know, I mean, he's, he's got everything going for him. So I'm really looking forward to, to the show that you have coming. I'm looking forward to hearing you uh, having a chat with Brett Nickel. Oh, yeah. Well, well you know, he had... Um... He was supposed to be on, but he had all that problem with his trees falling down. So that's why we didn't do the show. But I'm just waiting to hear from Charlie. Uh, We're hoping to have him on, obviously, this month. If not, it'll be early January. And and we've got some other surprises up our sleeve uh, possibly coming. Um, You know, we're working on a lot of things behind the scenes. Obviously, we're not doing as many shows. But the quality of these shows is spectacular. And... People are, you know, there's always been a lot of accolades from the beginning, but, you know, you're just hearing more and more and a lot more strength community. You know, when a guy like, you know, when you get a guy like Chad, you know, you got these people have been around. I mean, when Francis Brebador, when, you know, got a hold of him through Charlie and he got back to me, I mean, it was like your show is phenomenal. And, you know, it's like, you're not, you know, I'm not looking for pats on the back, believe me. Yeah. But boy, when you hear stuff like that from guys, you know, that are very, very established and are very powerful people, I, I take note to that. I, I, I feel like, hey, if we're getting guys like that interested that don't want to lay the show down, uh, wait, you know, the people out there that you know, start listening for the first time, just think what they're going to be thinking too. Uh, that's quite an honor when you have people of that caliber talking about your show and the people on it in a way that, wow. I mean, these guys have been in everything. They've seen things. They know all this and that. And then they come and listen to Eminem and they're like, I can't put the damn thing down. So that's very important. And, 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 you know, with people like you and so many others on here and, you know, you're talking about now, different things you want to get into same way with me it's very interesting because you know something you can't sit there and do the same three or four lifts the rest of your life you're going to drop out man it's just a natural progression of everything so what else stevie no that that's that's about pretty much all that's going on in mind okay. you know, like i was talking about the, the, the trap bar going for but it's funny because I, I i have said to heather and i promised myself you know i'll stay away from the rings and i'll not go back to the, the denny's again but you know, I've been chasing a 500-pound deadlift recently, and I'm making good progress. You know, I've pulled the top bar with the slightly elevated handles, you know, so that's like phase one, phase two is on the top bar with the low handles. Then we'll move it on to a Jefferson, then we'll move it on to the, the, the deadlift, and that's 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 ongoing. That's a work in progress, and I will get there with that. But oh, yeah. Every hey, you time know, in the garage, I, I, all I can see is, is the rings hanging there. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't want to – yeah, but you know, I want to ask you, I mean, with all the stuff we've seen with the trap bar, yeah. are you are you thinking – do you have a goal that you feel you'd like to hit next year, or or, or are you going to stay with this uh, on a regular level? What What's the scoop on the trap bar? 
The trap bar mainly for me because it, it's well the way I was lifting with it last night. I mean, it's really about it. It's almost like from twenty inches. So it, it's not about the lift. It's about holding it, holding yeah. the weight. Yep, yep, yep. Hold as much weight as I can get hold onto that, and and lift it, you know, and, and set it down in it without sort of dropping it immediately, you know. And so it's just really just just stressing my grip and really building up the grip strength because I I want to chase the, this Kennedy lift of seven seventy. So there, there's a sort of a side motive for that. Oh but yeah. It, it also helps if you go on, you know, because I, I, ca- I can't I can't not lift the rings. I mean, they're, they're sitting there and they can't just be left hanging on the wall. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I have I, I want to stay away from them and I, I should stay away from them, but I, I can't help coming back to them then again. Nah, no. And, and you know what, Stevie? There's nothing wrong with putting them down for a little while and coming back to them. Nothing. You know, yeah. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't pulled in the rings now uh, since the gathering in August and Three weeks ago, I had a, I said, what the hell, let's get them down and have a wee pull. And I actually managed to pull the weight of the stones, you know, and I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't lifted them. So that was really nice. That was a lovely surprise. Yeah. You know, the yeah. strength still were, and my grip was really, really strong that night too, you know, obviously you took grip. But I mean, I just, my hands at the minute are my focus to get them really strong. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. you go back to them, you'll be better, I guarantee you. Um. Give out, you know, the the website again, any way to get a hold of you. I'll give out my info and just hang on the line, if you would, please. Okay. Uh, TheDennyStones.com, if you want to know anything about the Denny Stones, all the information's there. If you want someone lift the Denny Stones, always remember you've got to give a month's notice. The owners insist on that. So send, send me an email, phone me, you know, contact me through Facebook or the website, whatever you want to do. Let me know what you want to do and when you want to do it, and we'll get it set up for you. There's no problem, and I'll talk you through everything that needs to be done. Okay. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That's our premier product. Purchase it. I guarantee you, you will be happy. Also, too, invest in our business here at Fiorello Barbell Company, uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com. There's a $25, $50, and $100. It goes right to my PayPal account. It's a piece of cake. And you're really putting something into something that's bigger and bigger. And like I said, break that money down over a year. It's peanuts, all right? Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows I've done with Stevie. Uh, This show might be up tomorrow. If not, it'll be up first thing on Sunday. I'm going to try to have it up tomorrow. It's just I've got a lot of stuff going on. At least I can get the notes written and the rest is like another hour to do to promote it. But it'll definitely be up Sunday no matter what. Um, if you want to, if there's a particular show you'd like Stevie and I to do, go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. Send us a note. We'll get it done. Also, uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We're also on Spotify. We're also on uh, Google Podcasts. We're also on AHA directory for your car. That's called AHA. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. What I say? Words have power. Five words can change your life. As my mom said when we were kids, Never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. Especially this time of year with Christmas. It's very hard for a lot of people. And um, you should be cognizant of that. Um, It doesn't hurt to be kind. And guys like Stevie, myself, and so many of the other people on here, you know, use your strength, man. 
use it in a way where you are positive towards people, no matter what. And if they start talking in a negative fashion, change the subject. Say, is that whatever? You'd be amazed. Talk about them a little bit. You'll see a glow in them like you've never seen before. And when you walk away, you know you did something that was worth it. Believe me. Also, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says, and, do- and blood red domination, we clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. More like a tidal wave, brother, that gets higher and wider. Uh, Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And my dad's anniversary when we lost him is December 15th. So we're coming up on that. And uh, you never forget that. You never, never forget that or your dad or mom or anybody that you hold dear to you. Um, But my dad did me a hell of a lot of things. I don't even think he knows because he's not with me anymore, at least not physically. Um, John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. He'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. I guarantee you, you'll get a grin from ear to ear. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends that we are coming, and we won't kick your door in. We will blow the roof off your house. Tell people. Let them listen to these shows. I guarantee you it will change your life forever. Be part of our family because you need us and we need you. And before I sign off with Stevie... I'm going to read a short passage out of Stones of Stones and Strength by the late Steve Jack and the late Peter Martin, and I love this. And it's about the inverse stone. It was a poem Steve wrote. Rest while you can. Enjoy each night you sleep in the mud. Cherish the blanket of highland grass. That until now has kept you warm and safe, for in a couple of moons I'll be calling Steve Jack. Like I said, it's a metaphor for life. And I owe Steve everything because I don't know if I have ever would have picked up a stone if I didn't watch that DVD from Iron Mine. Um, and we've had him on the, sto- on the show, and obviously everyone knows we lost him this year to pancreatic cancer. That, that, among many things, what a blow to everything. I mean, unbelievable man, and I thank him because I'm sure he's what fired me up enough where I even went to Iceland times, too. And we're going to go three. Also, too... Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I'll tell you this before we sign off with Stevie. Um, You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. And don't let anybody ever tell you anything different. And if they do, get away from them. That's what you need to do. And you need to get that attitude. Stevie, what an awesome show, man. And congratulations on everything going on, obviously, in your life. But, you know, um, being honored... Um, you know, especially you'll be there in October in Kansas for the Shanks lift. Um, great family. What a dad, mom, your wife. Um, I congratulate you all, and I'm so glad you're on the show, and I thank you for being on, brother. Thank you for having me on, Eric. It's been an absolute pleasure as always, mate. Absolute pleasure. Can yes. I just say one last thing before I go? My, my sure. Friend, you know our friend Frank Sivatoni? Yeah. 
Frank and his partner Colleen, there was a parcel arrived at the house today. Wow. Uh, he sent me a dozen pairs of really, really high quality drumsticks. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely thing to do. I was just blown away when it arrived. So I just want to say thank you to Frank and Colleen for that and wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Same here. Um, and the same Merry Christmas to you and your family, obviously. Um, we're hoping, the last time I talked to Frank, Frank only lives about three and a half hours from me. He's going to come and give me a, a grip lesson. And uh, <laughs> I would love to have him here, Stevie. I mean, we'll film everything. I'll send you the link and everything. I mean, um, what a great guy and a nice man. I mean, talking to him. And I thank you for that introduction because I'll tell you what, Frank's going through some pretty heavy-duty stuff, folks. I'm not going to give his personal life out, but I'll tell you what. It hasn't stopped him, and that should be a lesson to everyone. Don't give up on your dream. Never, ever, ever do that. Uh, Stevie, um, obviously I thank you, and I said, and and I know that we signed off. So before I sign off totally, I want to say one thing. Life is asking something from you. I know you can ask from it, but you need to shoulder some responsibility and go out and do it. Do it, do it do it so for stevie shanks this is eric fiorello we i will have this show up no later than sunday and i can't remember there's people on next week but we're getting near the end of the year so i'm kind of uh slowing things down there's probably gonna be some pretty nasty solo shows for me out um but we do have a few more people on before the end of the year and i know others have asked me if they could come on we'll just see what happens especially with my dental stuff this coming week and all that But, you know, you get the best stuff here, so stick with us. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will talk to you soon, and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.